Oh, you think for yourself? We like that around here. This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. When it comes to the debate, some would say the battle over public education, not just what it should and shouldn't be, but what lane it should and should not have in our lives, in our families, I would say that Loudoun County, Virginia would be ground zero for a lot of that discussion. I mean, that discussion has been happening for years, but it really came to a head and got the nation's attention in that particular district because of the excesses of the, uh, frankly, left-wing school board out there. So what lessons learned there could help parents and families all over the country? Well, we're about to talk to the guy who literally wrote the book about it. I'm Mike Ferguson. Thank you for staying with us here on American Viewpoints. I am now joined by Ian Pryor, and he is with an organization called, you know, Fight for Schools, which we'll get into in just a minute. But a new book that just came out this past week, Parents of the World Unite. And we'll get into the subtitle and everything in just a moment. But Ian joins us right now. And uh, Ian, when we're talking about fighting back against the left in public schools, man, you're in ground zero to the nth degree. Yeah, we really are. And thanks for having me. I mean, this this fight started here like a lot of places during COVID. And, you know, parents really organized during school shutdowns uh, to, to push back. They they formed groups. They went to school board meetings. They wrote letters letters to their um, legislators. And they, they kind of had the genesis of this group. Um, but when things really took a turn here in Loudoun County was in, in March of 21, when you had a, a private Facebook group called the, the Anti-Racist Parents of Loudoun County. And it was filled with, you know, activists, um, six school board members, our Soros-backed prosecutor. And they decided to make a list of parents that were insufficiently woke that, you know, would go speak at school board meetings, opposing critical race theory in schools um, or for reopening schools. And, that you know, they put 60 to 70 parents on there and they wanted to do things like infiltrate their groups, publicly expose them, you know, hack their websites and redirect them to pro-critical race theory websites. And well, lo and behold, uh, you know, the, the script was flipped on them because their group was infiltrated and their activities and their or their planned activities were publicly exposed. And that really, I think, took the took the nation by storm that, you know, cancel culture come to your communities, your neighborhoods on issues of school. And that, you know, I think really galvanized people, because if if our school administrators and our school board members and, you know, the activists in the community that influence them are creating this this idea that it's OK to, to bully somebody or cancel somebody because of their point of view. Well, what are our kids learning in school? Is, is that what they are going to be taught? Is that the kind of um, behavior that's going to be encouraged based on, you know, this idea of social justice? And I think that really lit the match. Um, that that has carried on for for over two years, and you know, it's resulted in a change in power in Virginia at the at the highest levels, and, and ultimately a special grand jury that investigated our school district and and indicted our former superintendent. Now, before we get into what's in the book and the different aspects of that, I also want to focus on we're using words like infiltration. I mean, we're talking about battle type of words. And it's all surrounding what should be something everybody in the community can agree on, and that is, the education of children, but what we're seeing in Loudoun County made a lot of people around the country go, wait a minute, if it can happen there, could it happen here? And then what's happened in your community swept through the nation. 
Yeah. And that's, you know, the, I structure the book in 12 chapters and each chapter is a rule. And, and the very first chapter is every neighborhood is a battlefield. And, you know, and I'm not saying that that we should turn every neighborhood into a battlefield. But what I am saying is that it already is. I mean, there are people out there that, you know, want you to believe what they want to believe, want you to, to live your life the way they think is appropriate, want you to raise your children according to their values. And if you don't, if you don't believe those things, and if you're not willing to, you know, bend the knee, then you'll be ostracized and, you know, you won't be able to be a productive member of society anymore. And it's unfortunate that this has come down to the local level, um, but it's really been decades in the making from the left to really turn our schools into, you know, not uh, rigorous academic programs, but instead social indoctrination, which is is not the job of the government. Yeah, let's talk about that job of the government. We're visiting with Ian Pryor, and the book is called Parents of the World Unite. We talk about education. What is at stake when parents are picking up your book and they're they're reading the different 12 rules that you've written in there? What is at stake when it comes to the fight over what public education is going to look like in any community in the U.S.? Well, I think it's, it's, it's twofold. First, individually, I mean, when you look at your child and you drop them off at school, you have to ask yourself, what morals are they they teaching your children? And, you know, what we found out is, is they're telling them that, you know, the world is divided between oppressors and the oppressed and based on skin color or race, ethnicity, um, sexual orientation, sex, gender, physical appearance, abilities, uh, and really slicing and dicing um, to, to create this politics of division. And, you know, you, you don't know. I mean, is is your child going to school and, and seeing all this and reading all these books in the library and then being encouraged? You know what? I want to start identifying as the opposite sex, but I'm only going to do it at school because that's going to put me in the, the in crowd that has this new, quote unquote, civil right. But I'm not going to tell my parents and, you know, schools aren't going to tell the parents either because they now have policies like that. These are the kind of things that that could happen at your school. But in the broad picture, if we look at, you know, from a macro level, what's going on in places like China, Taiwan, South Korea, Finland, you know, other countries that are far above us in, in their education programs? We're not going to be competitive with them because we're spending all our time teaching these these social mores in school that don't necessarily align with parents. And we're leaving academics behind. And that creates this this interesting dynamic where you know parents expect their teachers and hope their teachers will teach academics. That's that's what teachers are for. No parent wants to say, well, I really want to manage your calculus curriculum. Of course not. But what they don't want is you send them to school and they're talking about social issues that are better left for parents to deal with. We're seeing a reverse in that where parents are now forced to spend their time at home catching their kids up on academic issues because schools are so focused on this on this other thing. And so internationally going forward, you know, our, our, is our future generation going to be competitive um, in an international marketplace because of where our schools are headed? The book is called Parents of the World Unite, How to Save Our Schools from the Left's Agenda. And I noticed it's interesting you say how to save the schools. So you're not giving up on the schools itself, but give me an example of another one of the rules. Preview what uh, somebody is going to see. You've already mentioned every community, every neighborhood is a battle uh, battleground. What is something else that somebody could read your book and say, okay, I can take that and apply it in my neck of the woods? Well, you know, I, I'd point to rule number 10, when you have them on the ropes, go for the knockout. And, you know, I think too often we, 
as as conservatives, we'll, we'll get a victory. We'll get a win and we'll think, you know, that we got it. We won. We 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 helped change power in our state or, you know, a school board member stepped down. But that's not enough because the left is going to keep coming. They're ultimately going to adapt. And if you don't keep pushing or if you keep pushing with the same strategies, which I talk about in rule number 11, don't be overly reliant on past success. If you keep pushing with those same exact strategies, they will adapt and they will exploit. So it's important that that you keep pushing even in the face of victory, but that you're creative and strategic and tactical. And you're always trying to stay one step ahead of the opposition because, you know, they are well funded, um, but they are cumbersome. You know, they are bureaucracies, they are committees. And when you put together a team of parents that are able to utilize different skill sets, you're far more nimble and you can be far more creative in how you deal with problems. All right. The book is Parents of the World Unite. We can find that at Amazon and I'm sure at all the other places you can typically buy uh, books. About 30 seconds left in. Uh, you've also got a, a, an organization set up as well. Where do we find out more about that? Yeah, fightforschools.com. You know, that was an organization that, that we founded at the very beginning of this fight here in Loudoun County to, to push back at, at our school board. And, and we go into in the book, um, chapter four, how we set up that organization, how we were able to build an organization that raised, you know, half a million dollars in, in eight months in, in one county in America. So I would encourage everybody to, you know, certainly read on that and think about that as you're pushing back. All right, uh, Ian Pryor with the book, Parents of the World Unite. Thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Just ahead from one contentious debate to another, should the U.S. remain involved in Russia's war against Ukraine? We're talking about that just ahead right here on American Viewpoint. 